Good morning, ladies and gentle germs. Welcome back to the show, the best show on the net, the RR Show. I'm Andy, and today I hope you're ready. I hope you brought some clean underwear because I am taking you into another spectacular r slash no sleep story. If you're new here, welcome. If not, welcome back. Make sure you're following the show because we're dropping regular episodes. So whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever, make sure you smash that follow button so you get notified when our new episodes come out. Our story today is from a user called Crash. My downstairs neighbor texted me that I was being too loud. I wasn't home. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My phone buzzed in my pocket. I was out at a bar, about three and a half cosmopolitans deep. Tipsy, maybe somewhat pickled, but not totally gone. I pulled my phone out of my pocket. I had one new text from my downstairs neighbor who texted me very seldomly. Could you quit stomping around up there, please? It's very late. I sensed the aggression in her tone. One time I held a messy party on a Wednesday night and actually received a noise complaint from my landlord whom she had spilled the beans to. Since then I was cautious not to be too noisy. I stepped lightly. I told any guests to leave at a reasonable time. This was odd though, considering the fact that I wasn't even home. In fact, the bar I was in was about four cities over from my apartment anyway. I wasn't even in town. What do you mean? I texted back. I'm not home. My phone buzzed again before I had time to fully put it away in my pocket. I can hear you up there. And whoever else is with you, please, it's very late and I'm trying to sleep. At this point, I slipped away from my friend group, all dancing, drinking and partying and headed outside. All the smokers were outside. I just hoped none of the men made any unsolicited remarks on my body while I was out there. They just seemed to be something about a group of drunk men versus an unaccompanied tipsy woman. It's like they can't help themselves or something. They just have to say something. I heard a whistle from beside me. I walked a little further to get away from them and heard a Hey sexy from behind me. I dared not respond with even a look in their direction. The task at hand was to call my neighbor. Hopefully, I wouldn't come across as totally delirious. Just for a little while at least, I had to mask the subtle drunkenness. She answered the phone within seconds of me dialing. Hey, I said. Could you be please keep it quiet down there, she said, obviously frustrated and exhausted. I'm telling you, really, I'm not home. Oh, okay then, who is? Because clearly someone is stomping around up there. No one, seriously. I left earlier today and I'll be back tomorrow. I can completely assure you the place is empty. Well, I could tell she did not believe me. Here, I said, just FaceTime me for a second. Fine, she replied. She joined the FaceTime call and I showed her my surroundings. I gave her a look that said, See? I think she was probably in bed. It was too dark where she was to actually get a clear look at her face. Oh, she said. 
her voice reflecting that she suddenly believed me. You're sure no one's up there while you're away? I'm sure. Really, no one is there. Maybe you're hearing the next suite over or something. Uh, maybe, she said. Have a good night. You too, I told her, my tone annoyed with her pestering. We hung up. I walked back to the smokers and let myself back into the bar, and I ignored any subsequent catcalling as I did so. It took a second to find my friends again. The music was loud, the lights were flashing. Once they saw me, I saw their hands go up. I waved back enthusiastically and rejoined the group. We continued dancing and drinking the night away. Hours later, we all fell sloppily into our hotel room. In a drunken pile, we slept until our wake-up alarm in the morning. After a complimentary breakfast at the hotel, we hit the road. I was last to be dropped off. My chauffeur of her best friend pulled up to my apartment. Ensuring we'd do that again sometime and have nights out more frequently, we said our goodbyes and she drove away as my key opened the main doors. Next, I let myself into my suite on the fourth floor. Good old 412. And as I walked into such disaster and disarray, I stepped back outside to make sure I had entered the correct suite. There on the door, in gold lettering, were the numbers 412. Yep, I was home. I flicked on the lights and carefully explored my now unfamiliar surroundings. Dishes and cups had fallen to the floor and smashed, raining shards of glass all over. Two knives stuck into the wall right beside where my family portrait hung, which looked like it had been scribbled over with Sharpie. Blankets and pillows in the living area had an assortment of goo on them that I was afraid to touch, but I noticed it gave off a metallic smell. I explored further, eyes bulging and muscles tensed. In the bathroom, the sink was plugged with a pair of my socks and filled with water. I found three more pairs of socks in the toilet and two in the garbage. In my bedroom, the final area I had to search. More of that weird goo littered my bed, some of it dripping onto the floor and becoming crusty on my carpet. My socks and underwear drawer had obviously been rifled through. I had about $250 of cash in my currency kept in my room as well. It was always stored safely in my bedside table which had a lock on it. I found the cash in my sock drawer. The cash had obviously been moved, but none of it was taken. In a panic, I called my downstairs neighbor again. Hello, she answered. What did you hear last night? What did it sound like? Someone's been in my suite. There was a pause of silence before she spoke again. Huh? She asked. Last night, when you said there were noises coming from my suite. Again, a pause. Then she spoke. I didn't hear anything last night. Sorry to be unable to help, but I've been away on vacation for the past week. I don't get back until Thursday. Um, so sorry, I really can't help you. I ran my hand through my hair. I felt disoriented in the way that no amount of alcohol has ever made me feel. No, I said, you called me last night. I assure you I did not. Look, I gotta go. I'm sorry you were robbed or whatever, but I'm four hour plane ride away. I can't help. Completely confused, I managed to stutter a quick, oh, okay, before I heard her hang up the phone. Suddenly, I felt something fall onto my head. It was a sock.
Well, guys, thank you very much for joining us in this episode. Once again, make sure you're following us. If you've got a second, a review would be massive. Thank you for that. And if you want something else to do, go check out our YouTube channel. I'll see you over there. And until the next one, guys, peace out. Take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.